0: just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe
1: welcome back well it's good to be back how's it going not too bad you good good
0: uh another episode phil brought to my attention
1: actually philip's pulling teeth this is going to be a little bit of a different with, format. With rusty broken pliers, <laughs> might I add. You don't even get Tylenol. Um, so this is going to be a little bit of a different format because we both kind of agreed we don't think we're going to be able to get a full hour out of the subject at hand.
0: It's just a he asked the question and, and I apprehensively answered with a yes no he denied he
1: denied and denied and denied and then finally i i worked him (laughs) down
0: isn't that the the first step in being convicted of something (laughs) Uh, do you want to talk about this topic no different different different
1: circumstances same concept anyways um this may be a different format and it's probably going to be a little weird because i don't think we have enough to talk about for a full hour on either of these subjects so we're going to try to make one. And if you're hearing this, that is great because it means we pulled it off. And if you're not hearing it, well, you don't know any different. <laughs> so I'm going to throw
0: out here. We're going to start with. Don't say the name. I'm already, I'm already dreading this conversation. Ahsoka but... Tano. <laughs>
1: now, I think you know Cameron's feelings. Sorry, I'm going to mop up the puke all over the floor. <laughs> I think you know Cameron's feelings. However, I think, rather than just talking about Ahsoka... are you going to explain how you're wrong? Quite frankly, she's a disgusting character. And it that's what we're talking about. We're going to talk about why her character sucks. And I know that's going to turn a lot of people off. Just because Ahsoka is a very popular character. And it's, at face value, a very charismatic character. But look at who she's popular to. Well, absolutely.
0: A very small group of people who like Star Wars.
1: Well, and I would say it's not as small as you or I like to think it is. Younger
0: and the female generation.
1: Well, and that's okay. People have to like something, and then if you have something, and therefore I'm good. You can like garbage things, that's fine. Right, right. Some people like Starbucks. It is what it is. But I think we, we really just need to look deeper than the surface at why the older generation, the older fans, people like us, dislike her character. And it's not at surface value.
0: It's also not as easy of an answer. Like typically I... Normally in other episodes I write her off just because I, I have a legitimate subset of reasons as to why I don't like her. Now to go into each of those reasons and explanations every episode she comes up is going to take away from the actual topic for the day on that episode whoa, whoa, whoa. it also
1: adds to the podcast because i think personally it's hilarious i don't
0: think i know you think it's fun to poke the bear but it's not fun <laughs> to get poked it's fun no
1: but <clears throat> i think we start at saying the good characteristics of her character she is as few as there are relatively uh immature which does play off to an audience. There is definitely a subsect that that see value in that. There is people who see her as witty, sarcastic. She is on face value. She is is a relatively decent character for what she is. Where my conflict comes in is that all of those things don't make sense in context.
0: I'll give her one thing that I appreciate is her race. She's a tagruda Right. The only other Togruta we know of is Shakti. Yes. So it's kind of cool to see them elaborate a little more on the Togruta race.
1: Because you don't really get to see a whole lot of those race of the Togrutas. Well, and any expansion we get on existing lore, I'm good with. Because quite frankly, there's a lot of lore in Star Wars that canon-wise doesn't get the highlight. You get a lot of highlight in the expanded universe, the novels. You can find these cultural phenomenon you can see what their cultures are more like but as far as on the big screen it's a large percentage of the star wars fandom is really not as involved as they could be in the expanded universe there's a lot of like 40k there's people who are really deep into it and a lot of them star wars it's it's not as common
0: well, I, I think that's just the proclivity of forty k is it's a there's more
1: depth to it. Yeah.
0: Well, eh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would say depth as much as I would. It's particular. Star Wars is a, typically told in a grander fashion.
1: Well, the way the but universes 40K, are set
0: up. Right. Forty k is more dense, I would say, but Star Wars is more at face value. So, 40K, you can't really get into it unless you understand the lore and the history. Star Wars, for the movies, it strictly is what it is. And if you get more into the lore, it's because you're reading EU books and comics.
1: Well, and the way that 40K is set up as a Or playing video
0: games for Star Wars.
1: It incentivizes you to go deeper. It incentivizes you to learn the lore because... Some of the rules aren't going to make sense if you don't understand the lore. Some of yep. the characters are going to mean nothing to you unless you've read their books. Yep. And so it incentivizes, the kind of person who plays that is incentivized to go deeper. Whereas with Star Wars, a lot of the incentive is, give us money to see our stuff. That's Disney's incentive, not <laughs> Star Wars. But yeah, so anytime we get a good boost into something that isn't quite as verbose is a good thing. And I think that is a wonderful way to add intrigue to a character. And I think that's part of why she is so intriguing as a character to so many people. Yeah. Some people wouldn't say so many, but well, relatively. Another
0: thing I'll give her is the lime green lightsaber. That's a cool color. It is. It's one of my favorite colors. Green is my favorite color, but that, that lime green one is, Well, and it's
1: not like she chose it. It chose her. Uh, no. Crystals choose the people. No, they don't. Yeah, they do.
0: No. Mm. That's your canon lore. Cannon. That's not Star Wars lore. Canon. There you go.
1: Okay. It chose I, her. I, I to remember, saw it in canon. It chose I her. I seem to
0: remember in EU, you actually had to go pick your own crystal.
1: Well, you, so. do, you do in canon, but you mm. don't just pick a crystal. Yeah, but
0: the crystal doesn't denounce you because it doesn't like you. That's why I never understood that it picked me theory. I doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, to me. I don't necessarily like that as much as the other alternatives, but it's the canon answer, so we're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to deal with it. I now, pretend it doesn't exist. I say we start with her introduction to the Star Wars universe. She shows up on a battlefield. Plo Koon finds her as an infant. Well, she's found her. as an infant and she is taken to the temple. Abducted to the temple. You've indoctrinated at the temple. You're missing. <laughs> you're
0: missing Jedi lore here. She no, was no, no, no. We're taking this from her
1: perspective. She was a chosen. She
0: was saved.
1: <laughs> so she was brought to the temple and she was trained uh, first as a youngling and then as a padawan.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, all this time, she would have been indoctrinated with certain. Codes Dogmatic of ethic. Beliefs. Codes of ethic.
0: Sorry. Yeah, her perspective. I'm trying.
1: Yeah, I'm you know, it's really hard for me because I am the Jedi cult one here. If I can hold it in, I, I expect you to be able to.
0: I'm more of a Sith than you give me credit for.
1: <laughs> so the they would be teaching her the dogmatic views they would be teaching her and instilling in her respect responses you see it in jedi code right but you see it in the way that the younglings and the padawans approach yoda in the movies they give him answers they give him you know they're not allowed to be disrespectful they are not allowed to be Sarcastic. They are expected to be Jedi. And that's plain and simply why I don't like her character. And her character comes on and would not have had any exposure to something like that until she got out into the galaxy. Well, we are told that the, her first assignment is to go to her Jedi Knight, her, her master, Anakin.
0: Terrible pick for her master, by the way. I don't know. I don't understand why that was ever even allowed. I know they were trying to tell a story, but the whole Clone Wars show could have been told without that.
1: They, I think they, they, and they still didn't make him a master. They gave it internal logic of they thought that she, uh, having a Padawan would temper Anakin,
0: which could have. <laughs> Doesn't make any given sense. Given the
1: right, given the right Padawan, given the right relationship, you know, a father son, a mentor mentor. Yeah, but Anakin is doesn't... It would temper someone to be responsible for another life. But not Anakin. No, anyone. If you are put in charge of someone and you have a, an attachment to them, it will temper you. And that's the problem because we know
0: Anakin's history losing his mom, falling right. love with Padme. Yeah, let's give him a Padawan that We're he can... We're not
1: on Anakin.
0: We're on Ahsoka. No, what I'm saying is it still
1: doesn't make sense for her character so where I struggle with the character building of Ahsoka and I'd probably be okay with her if she came as a Padawan as you would expect with respect concise answers uh, giving her her master the respect he quote unquote deserves and that is what you would expect with someone trained from birth essentially at the temple
0: by the trained by the chosen one, nonetheless. Well, no, no, no,
1: not up to this point. Up to being introduced to Anakin, she would have been trained by Yoda. She would have been trained by maybe Shakti, Ti, um, adi Mace Windu. Oh, who's the librarian? I always forget her name. Uh, I don't remember. The librarian Jedi that tells uh, if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, That kind of person would have been training her up to this point. There would have been no room for sarcasm. There would have been no room for rebelliousness. They would not have allowed it. And so her character coming into the show should have been very reserved. And it doesn't make sense why she is so... Disrespectful. Irritating.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's another reason I just... I feel like now, she's she's an angsty teenager and I don't that has no place in the Jedi Order.
1: Right, and they wouldn't have allowed it. And and they would not have sent her out to become a Padawan in the field if they felt she wasn't ready. And the character they gave us was not ready not by that all. standard. Not at all. So I think had she come and become his Padawan and slowly over the first season, season and a half Had she slowly gotten to that angsty, sarcastic, verbose point, it would have made sense because she would be tailoring herself after Anakin. Her her identity would be tied to Anakin, and he's that way. So over time, she would have gotten closer to that. But with what we got initially, it doesn't make sense. While Mm -hmm. the character could be an enjoyable, likable character to you... Relatable. It doesn't make... Relatable. For the
0: younger generation. That's why I said her fan base is of the younger generation. Because she is that angsty, brash teenager who doesn't respect authority, doesn't respect adults. But we both
1: know people who are adults who enjoyed her character. Well, uh, I know of maybe one or two. I know a few. But, simply put, she's a great character... She's not the character she should have been for the position she held.
0: She's not deserving of her own TV show.
1: No, absolutely not. Now, maybe older Ahsoka, maybe, where she's aged out, she's proven herself. It's still going to be considered the Throne But she's still rooted in a misconception, uh, a missed opportunity. She did not have the character growth that she could have and should have had. Not
0: enough to be considered a gray Jedi. Right. Like, I'm sorry, she should not be considered a gray Jedi. I don't follow the light, but I don't use the Sith. How can you be considered a gray Jedi if that's the <laughs>
1: Um Okay, so she's she's not really a gray Jedi. She's a clean slate. She doesn't really do the light or the dark side. She just kind of uses the Force. And so that is kind of like a misconception of what a gray Jedi is. No, a gray Jedi... ...is a mix of light and dark. Because how do you get gray? By mixing black and white. Mix, (laughs) but doesn't align. Right. And so, she's really not a gray Jedi. She's a neutral force wielder. I just... It still doesn't make any sense to me. Like beige Jedi, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's my biggest gripe with Ahsoka's character is... Right at the beginning, she should not have been what she was. Well, she, and she disrespects Anakin right in front of Plo Koon and Obi Wan, and they don't do anything. And they don't. And they don't do anything.
0: And that's why. And then Anakin, I, I think I remember from the scene correctly. He gets upset and just turns his back and walks away from her, which is what I would have done. I'd be like, okay, you're nothing. Bye."
1: <laughs> yeah, bye, nobody. Yeah. Um, it it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense for her to be an angsty teenager. When she has fighting a war against the well, separatists. You yeah. know what, they did that to a lot of teenagers in the in the Jedi. But again, cult. But <laughs> <laughs> it her character doesn't start from a place that is coherent. And that is my biggest gripe with her as a character. Now my headcanon She died. She was not originally Anakin's Padawan. Anakin never should have had a Padawan. Uh, you know what? Uh, I can I can get past that.
0: Until he's a master.
1: <clears throat> I can get past that. He's a Jedi Knight. Um, I can get past it, but my headcanon is she had to have a master before Anakin to make any of it make sense. Her attitude, she would have had to have had a master, and then when her master died in the war or whatever... Then she was given to Anakin because the temple went, there's no way we can give this person to anybody else because, like, they wouldn't deal with her. They'd just banish her from the, from the Jedi Order. Yeah. And we need all the Jedi we can get, so let's send her to Anakin.
0: She did that on her own, thankfully,
1: so they didn't have to worry <laughs> about that. Now... I think that's the biggest issue with her character in my mind is that the origin of her character doesn't make sense for the character we were given. If you can headcanon it out like I have, then doable.
0: I just don't like the reverse grip thing too. I know we talked about it earlier, but it just doesn't make sense. No formal training with reverse grip and then you just decide to pick it up and be a dual wield. It's like, what? That's not how it works, number one. You'd have to be trained by somebody who already utilizes two sabers. Number two, you don't pick up a reverse style grip unless you're utilizing Juyo, which is form
1: 7 that the Sith utilized. So that's already out the window. Well, and Padawans generally aren't just given multiple crystals. Kyber crystals are a resource and they are a limited resource, very valuable. Yes, Anakin why in Attack of the you... Clones uses two lightsabers when he fights Dooku.
0: But Anakin is the chosen one, Ahsoka is not.
1: But also he wasn't given a you know, a spare crystal. No,
0: he was tossed a lightsaber by Obi Wan.
1: Right. Obi Wan was like here, do anything you can to stop this dude. Yeah. And and so my complaint there is why would you give an untrained, unproven Padawan two crystals? Like, this is a resource that is highly valued. Not only that, but she utilizes a form,
0: Form 4 Otaru, defensively. Which really, really bugs me because Form 4 is the same form that Yoda...
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a major oversight on the Yoda, writers.
0: Yoda, ki Mundi, and Qui-Gon use, which is why they're very agile, which is why they're very precise with their attacks and their offensive. She's all defensive with two lightsabers using a, an offensive form. It's like, why... What? That doesn't make
1: sense. Two lightsabers aren't meant to be defensive. If anything, it leaves you open for a potential counterattack. Well, and I think you can probably crack that up too. She wants to use two lightsabers. Somehow she magically got a spare crystal. And then um, she's dumb. She doesn't realize. She wants the flashy. She wants the very aggressive lightsaber type. But she's learning from Obi-Wan. Anakin.
0: Two very polar opposite form users.
1: Right, but she's learning the aggressive stance from Anakin and the very but defensive Anakin, from Obi-Wan.
0: Anakin didn't teach her Ataru. Obi-Wan used Ataru when he studied under Qui-Gon and then switched to Sarisu,
1: a defensive form. Right, and so my guess is she just doesn't have one coherent teaching method that, that she hasn't really picked. A style.
0: That's why I feel like Anakin was a, a bad choice for a master for her. Oh, absolutely. Nothing against Anakin. But Anakin's style is I'm a lone wolf. I do what I want and I get the job done. Well,
1: and I think Ki-Adi-Mundi would have been a better fit.
0: Ki or uh, Plo Koon.
1: And I think the only way she she reaches her full potential as a character, as a Jedi, I, I think she needs to train under Mace Windu.
0: No. Because Mace, Mace wouldn't take another Padawan after the one he had turned to the dark
1: side. You're right, he wouldn't. But I think that is the only character who, if he were to take another Padawan, he is the only one who could truly develop her skills to, to the fullest of the potential. To utilize two sabers and a reverse grip. She's a very confused person. She's using an a, an offensive style in a defensive manner. She understands some tactics, but most of her tactics are war crimes. <laughs> like hey, let's give let's let's surrender to the enemy, and then while we're in their prisonership, we'll attack them. No, 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 war crime. <laughs> that uh, is that is hung by the neck until unalived guilty. level of war crime that is Nuremberg level of war crime guilty 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 but she's a very confused character and i think that speaks
0: more to it's muddy there's no development to her arc she didn't really have an arc in, uh, in my
1: opinion in it's... the clone series no Right, but that was the most important series. But over time, we've seen more development, but a lot of it's in shadow. We see tidbits. We see her come back and be, you can tell there was development there, but there was no work to develop it because we don't see what happens in the interim. And so when she fights Vader, you can see that she's developed herself, but you can't see what she did to develop. And she still loses. And then you see her in the Rebels series, and all of a sudden she's a great master and it's like it feels jarring she went from an angsty teenager to a reasoned adult magically without being seen doing the work to put it in I don't, I'm don't. i not saying she didn't and do she's the work but we haven't seen Vader. it she still lost a Vader chosen one of course she did right but the part that bothers me is we haven't seen any of this development and all of a sudden we're gonna get a TV show about her
0: That's why I refuse to call it that. After she's been
1: developed all the way? I call it the Thrawn series because that's what it's going to be. I hope it's the Thrawn series. I hope.
0: It's already coming out as the Ahsoka series, but it's going to be about Thrawn.
1: Right. Literally. Well, and that's all I'm going to watch it for. And if it's not about Thrawn, well, then I'm not going to watch it. But my point is, I think there is definite pluses to her as a character. I gave
0: the two that I liked, and, and that's a lightsaber and her alien race.
1: Yeah. Well, and I can see her being a decent character. I think they I think the the author or the person who conceived her character was confused. I don't think they had a grasp on what it meant to be a Jedi. I don't think they had a grasp on the lore or on Anakin's history. And I think they had an idea and they shoved their idea into an opening.
0: I think they were just trying to appease to a different fan base of a younger generation.
1: Well, here's, yeah, here's this really great idea for an angsty, teenage, sarcastic, bullish person, and it would be a great character. And they're right, it would. And they have this beautiful square, beautiful character personality traits, wonderfully fleshed out, and then here's Anakin, and he needs a Padawan, and here's a circle. So we shove this beautiful square through a circle, (laughs) and all of a sudden you got this glob of mush... (laughs) And, and it just turned out to be a like, polygon. yeah, you can like the character, but
0: in it the wider universe,
1: sense. it doesn't It doesn't make, make sense. It didn't lay out.
0: You cannot, to me personally, I've heard, I, I like I said, I know a few Ahsoka fans and they have tried arguing the point as to why she's a good character. I have yet to hear a valid answer as to why she's a good character and to what her purpose is. I think she was a great character. Because Anakin still fell to the dark side. The Empire still rules the galaxy, even after she leaves, and she's with Luke Skywalker now in the Mandalorian series. Is, if you haven't seen it, spoiler, sorry. <laughs> but what is the point of her character?
1: Okay, so I can actually give a point for her character. I don't think that it's a great point. I don't think it's the only thing. I think it's, uh, it just happened to turn out this way. And that is Why that is she, she, a focal was, point? she was the spark left when Anakin turned into a Vader she and her influence over him were the spark left that allowed Luke to save him. She didn't have influence over him. No, she did. No, she didn't. Well, not... In that final scene no, in The no, Rebels... No. She didn't have influence over him, but there was still that remnant peace. She was the little spark that he buried deep down.
0: And he he didn't care about
1: <laughs> any of that when he became Vader. But it was still there. And, and it was not still... Not enough
0: to make the argument that
1: she is part of the reason that Luke redeemed him. No, I I don't think you could make that argument. I think that's solely on Luke. But you could make the argument that had Luke been the first person to say, you can come back from this, it wouldn't have worked. But because Ahsoka was there, and Ahsoka was, in a way, like a daughter to him, she said, you can be redeemed. You can be saved. You don't have to do this. He didn't believe her. But because it wasn't just one person saying it when Luke said it, 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 it might have pulled a little more weight. Maybe. I still don't so, think that's... not a great reason to have a character for 12 seasons or whatever it was, but there's a reason. And then the two white lightsabers. Oh, get out of here. Just Oh, did, did her lightsabers get taken by a Sith, turned red, and then she bled them back? I, garbage.
0: I, what are you
1: signifying... Beautifully, beautifully done. It was wonderful. Disney, it's a beautiful dumpster fire. Please don't strike
0: us. Keeps me warm when I think (laughs) about how much I still don't like her character.
1: And so, I I think really the the writers on that one really thought that there is no deeper meaning to the color of lightsabers other than blue and green. Good, red, bad. Okay, white, neutral. Uh, No, guys, that's not how this works. A little deeper than that, (laughs) but i think she's a great character i think and i think i can argue she's a great character i don't think i can argue that she was put in the right place to be a great character i think had she been standalone or done properly i think the problem was they built a beautiful character and shoved her in the wrong place
0: i still don't see and have not heard one good argument for her purpose Like, yeah, oh, you can... Well,
1: let's do a little thought experiment about why she's a good character. I don't want to. I've said my piece. She's just trash, and that's that. If she had not been Anakin's Padawan... She would have been just another Jedi in the ranks. Right, right. If she had not been Anakin's Padawan, would you have been okay with her as a character?
0: I've already explained this before, but yes, I would have felt more comfortable because she doesn't have some... Sort of important role that she has yet to fulfill in all of the galaxy that I've seen thus far. Which is why I'm saying if somebody can explain what her role is and why, <laughs> I would love to hear it. I still don't know why she's a main character because it, she doesn't have a role. That wouldn't redeem it to me. Even if you could give me that, it wouldn't redeem I didn't say redeem it, it. I, I said I would be okay with it. Okay. If she was some random Jedi in the ranks, a
1: Jedi Knight, I'd be okay with that. I don't care. Well, and I would even take a, a story with her as the main character. Because I do think she's a fleshed out, decent character before they shove her into the round peg square hole situation. She was the wrong fit for that situation. And they had a beautiful character and they created a wonderful character and then they destroyed it by shoving her into a place where she didn't
0: fit. And there's actually more of a divide amongst fans about her than people think. Everyone just wants to think, oh, everyone's okay with her because she's cool like, so what? I know a lot of Jedis, male and females, who are cool.
1: I'm kind of a toast fan-sitter on most of these and issues. You're, you, I know you are. <laughs> you're but my point is, it's not Ahsoka you hate. And I think that's absolutely true of everybody that hates her. Yeah,
0: I've made that clear before. I don't hate
1: her. I don't hate the character. I hate the story. I think it's true of everybody. It doesn't make sense. I think it's true of everybody, though. And I think that's true of why I don't like her as a character is because she was put in the wrong situation. And I think had she gotten her own story, like Solo or like Rogue One, had we seen her in the element she should have been put in to flesh her character out and to tell her story, she would have been a great character and I would have watched it and probably enjoyed the movie or TV show.
0: Here's what I get from her character. She's down by the Jedi, trained brought up, given to Anakin, trained under Anakin, fights in the Clone Wars, goes through trials and tribulations and teachings from Anakin, still decides to disrespect him for some unknown reason, gets blamed for the bombing at the Jedi Temple. She could have used a
1: Vader Force joke.
0: Yeah. Blamed for the bombing at the Temple, gets exiled. The Jedi realize it was Barriss that did it and not her, offered her to come back and apologized. She turned him down, goes into hiding, goes to somehow find two white crystal lightsabers and somehow become some other Jedi entity in the universe, then comes back and does what? Nothing. Her story is worthless. It doesn't make sense. That is why I don't like her.
1: Well, and I again... I go into exile and I'm sad for the rest of my life. It's not the character that's the problem. It's, it's the, the story. story. That's what I've said. And I've made this complaint on a lot of things that have been coming out recently in sci-fi. I knew this was going to go this route. I... No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> mentioning it. That I, I, I really hope that all of the companies involved in producing sci-fi and fantasy worlds, I really hope that all of them realize, the directors and the producers realize, you need good writers who are invested. Right. It is more important than you know that you produce as good of a story as you do CGI and effects I just and feel, I, feel, think... I feel
0: like I'm going in circles but I, 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 I there's no legitimate reason or excuse for her character there's no story arc, there's no redemption there's
1: there nothing. is redemption she loses to Vader and goes into hiding again what's the redemption? she doesn't go into hiding she does Well, she doesn't just go into exile like Luke does between episodes 6 and 7. But Luke goes into exile to train a new academy. No, no, Between 6 and 7 when he's on the planet and drinking blue milk. But... That's episode 8, but yeah. Or, well, we find out in episode 8. <laughs> right. Hopefully
0: but, the development in Mandalorian Season
1: 3 breaks the ice on that. But what we see out of her character after that is wow. that she's still fighting the Empire. She's helping the Rebellion. She's helping where she can. And and we don't know. Maybe she's even trying to form a new Jedi Order, but she's just, well, let's face it, she's not talented enough to form a new Order.
0: That's why she's with Luke in the Mandalorian.
1: Right. And so there is, there is a fleshed out story there. I think your hatred of she who shall not be named is creating a partiality there. And I really do think that her character could have been I think her character was good I, I think she was put in the wrong story she could have The Witcher loved The Witcher I really did Yennefer killed it for me because it wasn't Yennefer
0: well and they did it away from the books a little bit which is why I'm, I'm excited for season 3 but it's not as reminiscent of the books and the video games as I remember still a good show Parts of it
1: felt forced to me. It, it was, and I, I couldn't get into it because I couldn't get past the moments that felt forced.
0: I honestly couldn't get past the diversity parts either. Yeah.
1: Characters from
0: the video game that were of a strict race or or upbringing or religion, and then they flopped it. It's like. Mm. I know that's the the shtick nowadays, but it just, it it ruins filmmaking. I
1: don't care about the actor-actress that plays the person, so long as they're the best fit for the role. And in a lot of these cases, they're not. Oh, yeah. That a lot of the story points only make sense if you stick to the person they were in the original telling. Right. Like... I don't care if, if Gandalf was race swapped. I really don't because quite frankly, he's a god. He can do you know whatever. He could be whatever. It's not going to make a difference. The reason he was white is because everybody he was sent to help was white. Well, it was just I, the story. That's just the story. Northern Europe. But <laughs> I mean. right. But it's the same case in The Witcher with it's kind of Polish derived. Yeah, like a the, lot of the author the,
0: is, is of Eastern European descent Well I don't
1: really care about the author But the story itself He wrote the story <laughs> Right right. but it, it could have been written by someone From Jamaica for all I care So long as they know the, the mythology They can write a Polish mythology I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write a story But if I wrote a story about The Greek gods You know a fictional Percy Jackson yeah, I'm not from Greece, but I can still write from the perspective of the Greeks, Greek history, like Homer, Iliad and the Odyssey. I'm just so the 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 authors doesn't bother me. What bothers me is they took something that was very Polish inspired, and they tried to incorporate things that had no place there, and so they felt yeah they felt just slightly wrong. It, it's like if you see a it's like if you see a, a, a face and the face is, looks human, but there's something not quite right there. It's something just wrong. It's too symmetric. You can tell it's not organic. Right. And, and that's what I saw in The Witcher is it just wasn't organic. It just didn't flow. And it really, it took me out of the flow of the, of the TV series while I watched it. And it was like... I want something that's totally fleshed out. I want something that is, is coherently written. I want something that is congruent. And, and every time you do that, it incentivizes me to say, I, I'm not invested in this. Why would I keep watching something that isn't pleasing?
0: Well, and it, it's an injustice to the author. Just like, I mean, Tolkien.
1: Oh, like The Last of Us 2?
0: the rings of power was an injustice to tolkien's story like the last that, of us 2
1: yes because quite frankly i think the whole point of the last of us 2 was to destroy the last of us 1
0: <laughs> well and i it's the same with anything if the story isn't told in a linear fashion it causes a divide and a rift amongst the fans which it's doing very well and i don't get me wrong. I will still love The Witcher, and I'll give it a chance. But there are those things that, while I'm watching it, just it bugs me. And same thing could be said for Ahsoka, as far as this episode's content is concerned. Character is not—it's not the character I hate. It's the arc, it's the story, and the way it's played out. It doesn't make sense, and that's—it's the few really it, all I have to say.
1: For me, it's the few things that are just not quite right that take me out of the immersion, they take me out of the story, they kind of make me step aside and be like, okay, where are they going with this? Like, why? And and I see that,
0: Fortunately. I see it
1: as something that is detrimental to the story as a whole. Right. Well... How much time do we have? Uh, 37 minutes. Then just do another 20 minutes on Magic the Gathering. Yeah,
0: I feel like we could work that in.
1: All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, okay, okay. it's good to be back. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just
0: playing with you. <laughs> There's just not enough of content. I mean, maybe if we were avid fans, we could stretch it out. But being both of us have our... We're fair weather fans. Beliefs. Yeah. Hey, I'm just... <laughs> No. If
1: I was really in love with the Ahsoka line or Magic the Gathering, I could probably make 50 hours of content on them. But I'm not.
0: Well, it's just like I was playing WoW last night. I, I made a new guild. Not made a new. I joined a guild a couple months ago. the The people I used to play with, uh, two of my really good friends passed away, who I used to play well WoW with. So they're not here anymore, and so I've kind of been struggling. But I found a guild, got in this guild, and we were running a huge raid last night in Lich King Classic. And this, I love this guild. They were all talking about, you know, life and and the years and this and that, and and it got it got pretty heated involved it, it was we were running a 25 man raid so there are 25 people and it it turned into oh it's 2023 and then the politics and the the ideology came up and all this and
1: guys guys i play this no. game to get away <laughs> from these things
0: that's kind of what i said i i was like hey i'm just here for the gear <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the loot drops on the bosses, and everyone was like, shut up.
1: How about insert local team?
0: (laughs) It it was just funny. I I chimed in on Discord. I was like, I'm just here for the gear drops. And they were like, shut up. You're here for everything. I was like, okay.
1: You'll take it, and you'll like it.
0: I didn't have a choice. I wanted the gears, so. But but no,
1: Magic. um, Well, why don't you talk about what you got into it for? What, What about it makes you like it?
0: Well, I got into Magic. I started playing Magic uh, 2012. It's around the first Innistrad, Avison restored times. And I grew up playing Pokemon. I never really grew up playing Magic, but I collected the cards. And this is back when, this is back when, you know, in, in the early nineties, if you Pokemon came out and, and you'd bring the cards to school and, and it was like, teachers would get upset. You got those pokemon cards they used to call used to drive us all crazy but anyways started playing magic around 2012 when i got out of the marine corps and made a couple of acquaintances at one of the local game stores in in my hometown and started playing at random tournaments with people and then I, when i went to college i uh met some people there Philip and drug me into it. Yeah, I got Philip into it. There was a couple other people in our dorms that already played, so we played. And it's just it's a it's a fun game. It's it's the adult Pokemon. I like to say. <laughs> <It's> the, <laughs> well,
1: I'm like, I like to say it's the social drinking for people who don't drink. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. It, I won't tell you how
0: much I've spent on cards because I have a pretty big collection, but it's uh, a good retirement cushion for me i'll say that much i bought the cards back in the day when they were cheap and now they just with the market they're worth a lot of money but it's fun to get together and play
1: well and for me it was quite different but at the same time reminiscent so for me it was i had a lot of friends who played it and so i got into it just because hey if we're gonna be hanging out we may as well be doing something it's the same reason that i got into different video games you know And it's just a social lubricant. It allows you to do something while you're hanging out, talking, enjoying people. Right. Now, I think that pretty much covers that base. Let's get into what you like to play.
0: I am a big EDH fan, which is the Commander format. You have 100 cards in your deck, and... You pick a legend, there's subsets, there's creatures and legendary creatures. Legendary creatures are your commanders or generals or whatever people want to call them. The legend. And it, basically, the card has enough subtext. It gives all your other creatures special abilities. It gives your deck and you as the player
1: different powers. And... It's the focal point of your deck. You build your deck around your commander.
0: Yes, and it's fun because you have 100 cards versus other modes. You might have 60 or, or, or 40 cards or smaller decks. And Commander, we usually... When we play, we can get together with a group of, of... You can play it with two people. You can play up to six in a game. And it just makes... It's fun to see what other people bring to the table. You know, and they... Wizards of the Coast, who makes Pokemon and Magic cards, they make... What's called a pre-constructed deck, a pre-con, where they <laughs> automatically make the deck for you. You can buy it at a, a Walmart or a local game store, comic
1: shop, whatever. And then you can build it to where you want it.
0: Yeah, break it down, build it up. But I like Commander because of the, the 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 diversity of it. There's so many different ways to play, and it's it's just it's a fun game. It's fun to get together with people and play a couple games and you know hash it out and see basically who who has the stronger deck, who can put you know enough creatures or spells or abilities on the battlefield to win.
1: Well, and I'm the other side of that. I don't care if I win, I don't really care if my deck's the most amazing. I'm there for the time with the friends and I like Commander just because you can involve so many people. It's such a group activity rather than a 1v1 where it's two people sitting mm-hmm. across the table from each other. Yep. And it's a longer game, so you have more time to socialize with your friends. And that's the same as, you know, people who go out and get together to watch a football game, you know, watch their local sports team and, and cheer them on. But mostly what you're doing is you're talking to people you like.
0: And I just built a deck around Tiamat, which is the dragon goddess in Dungeons and Dragons. It's a there's five colors in magic. There's red, green, blue, black, and white. And each of these colors has a de, Demir. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: each of these colors has a different benefit. Black has a lot of vampires and draining techniques. Zombies. White is a little more enchantment, soldier heavy. Green is big giant monsters. Blue is control decks where you counter other people's spells and make them mill cards. And
1: Red's very aggressive.
0: Red is aggro. You small, cheap creatures that you buff up and they get in do a bunch of damage and get out. So I built a five color deck because Tiamat is a five colored commander. And it is one of the hardest decks I've ever built, but it's the most satisfying. I've played it four times now. And I have, I think in total I have 16 decks that I've either purchased or built together. Which is not a lot of some people, but it's more than most. And I don't always play the same deck, which is another fun thing. You can build... There's just there's over twenty thousand different cards that Wizards of the Coast has created since Magic's inception in ninety two. And it's it's just it's fun. It's fun to you know, it's a random Saturday, Sunday afternoon. You're like, you know what, I'm just gonna see what I can build with this deck and, and try out different formats and
1: Well, and I'm a blue black guy. I really love that that I'm an end game kind of guy when I play magic. I don't have very much power in the beginning. Fills it takes for forever hour. to wind up. Yeah, But I really what I'm in there for is I want to make people rage quit.
0: See, and I built the dragon deck because I have some of the most expensive dragons that exist in the game. And my goal is to cheat out these dragons for cheap, do a bunch of damage, kill my opponent, and then that's the game. But the problem is, because the deck is so potent, I become public enemy number one. Cameron also doesn't
1: like my deck specifically because his deck only works if he has a deck and my deck goes to attack his deck. I get rid of his cards because it's funny and I love looking on at Cameron's face as he realizes every creature that he has in his deck is now on my field.
0: So there is a one of the rules in Magic of your 100 card deck in Commander if... Your opponent can have spells to make you put those cards in your graveyard. It's called milling. It's called milling. And if you are milled all 99 cards, because your commander is the other one to get 100, that doesn't count. If you're milled all 99, the minute you go to your draw step, if you don't have a card in your library... If you can't draw, you lose. You lose. So that playing against mill decks with my dragon deck is really difficult
1: because... I've milled 160 cards in one turn. Cameron, no likey.
0: Not just me, the other people that you've played that deck against. And that deck started off already powerful. Philip just decided to make it <laughs> stupid. No, no.
1: <laughs> I made it unfair. <laughs>
0: Everything in Magic is fair.
1: I don't know. There, that there, that deck, deck should just be banned. <laughs> there's a
0: famous saying when it comes to playing Magic the Gathering. If you're not making people angry, you're not playing right. <laughs> if you're not willing to lose friends, you're not playing Magic right. <laughs> that
1: probably isn't a piece of information I'd share with people who might want to start playing.
0: No, it, it's it's all in good fun. Um, going into this, you have to understand that you have the chance to lose, especially if you're a newer player. But if you play with experienced players like Philip and the group that we play with and myself, we typically... We'll walk new players through and we have a good time. I I got my nephew one of my nephews into it. I got two other of his friends into it. I got my brother into it.
1: you got my brother-in-law into it.
0: Yeah, Phil's brother-in-law and it's um, hell I even got my sister-in-law into it and my wife my wife plays magic not as often as as I do, but you know I, I built her a couple of decks and she loves it. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's a fun game. Anyone can play it. You know, it's not, I would say probably a 13, I think it is rated 13 plus, but that's because of the comprehension of the, the mechanics of
1: cards and whatever else. And the likelihood of throwing a table.
0: Well, (laughs) yeah,
1: but, but I think simply put for me, it's really kind of interesting that most gamers, most people who read sci-fi, they already kind of know their style. They know generally how they like to play. If you're a rogue type, if you're an assassin type, if you're a warrior, a bard, you know those things. And so it gives you a starting place in a fairly complicated game that if you're aware of your playstyle with magic, you don't have to get into all five colors. You can pick the color that aligns with you and go from mm-hmm. there. It cuts down, you know, 20,000 cards is a lot to figure out. But if yeah. you're dealing with a few thousand because it's one fifth well and the
0: integration that wizards does they just every new set they come out with they're they're reaching more and more out to other groups like two years ago they had the dungeons and dragons drop last if you're- year they had a second dungeons and dragons drop
1: if you're interested in a different universe, there's probably some integration. They in had a magic 40K. Of the Gathering. They
0: just came out with a 40K drop last year. Like I they're... would
1: love to see a Star Wars drop. I don't know if Disney will do it. Uh, I don't know if it's Disney I'd be worried about. It would
0: be Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast who would be apprehensive. They would
1: butt heads. Yeah. But it'd be kind of cool to see.
0: It would. But Star Wars already has its own card game, so I don't see them They've getting into magic. They've got tons card games. But, I mean, it's just, then they, they do what's called secret layer drops, which they had uh, three years ago. They had all of the monsters from um, Godzilla, like Ghidorah, Rodan.
1: I hated that one.
0: Those were cool.
1: They looked cool, but they just, I don't like the style.
0: Well, and then they had last year, or no, this year with Brothers War. No, what was last year? Last year. When Brothers War came out, which was a newer set with older cards, they came out with Transformers. So then they had Secret Layer Transformers drops and those cards were pretty cool.
1: That would have so, been cooler they, if Transformers was bigger at the time.
0: Well, but they they always try to put out these cool little like sneak peek previews like, Hey, this time we're doing you know, whatever the case is, whatever new product like they might have a Witcher cards, like, Hey, we've got a Geralt Planeswalker coming out or something like that.
1: that, that Lord of the Rings would be cool.
0: They do they they they, they tease that stuff though. They it's have cool. teased it, and like I said, D and D and 40k. They're trying to reach out to other tabletop games. Be like, hey,
1: come check out Magic. But well, and Magic has a very big following. I mean, it's huge. It's an international tens, card game. Tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions, of people in in that hobby. And so for like Warhammer, it gives people who've never been exposed to Warhammer. An exposure. Yeah. And it integrates the community. And I'm really happy that there is a neutral territory where all of the communities can come together because I think we could all use a little more teamwork. Integration. Yeah, I think, I think all of the sci-fi and fantasy communities could use to come together. There so.
0: needs more cohesion. There needs to be more cohesion amongst sci-fi and fantasy players, and I think that's what magic. Well, intended purposes
1: and there is more now than ever because i remember when i was younger the star wars star trek guys they got into it and now you can you you commonly come across people who are both star wars and star trek and that never used to be a thing
0: no no unless you're like philip and i and you appreciate both universes it's it's very rare back in the day it was and it's it getting was less rare jedi versus trekkie as we called them but it's it is getting less rare, but that's because the cohesion built amongst fans, they're realizing there are still those avid groups who are, nah, Star Trek is better or Star Wars is better. But and there always will be. Yeah, but I just—I—I I think it's a good
1: thing that there's more. But it's things like Magic the Gathering that are bringing us together. Yeah,
0: and the potential for the future of Magic, who knows? Because Hasbro, Hasbro's CEO stepped down a while ago and it's causing a rift in the market and amazon's now getting involved with distribution which is always a bad sign in my opinion but the outlook for magic is is getting better as far as content but where it goes from here and what other universes they start to integrate who knows but it's a fun game magic the gathering you should check it out
1: but and uh, appreciate Ahsoka in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> F in the chat. <laughs> I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll have a little bit of an S storm in the discord over this one.
0: I, right, and you know what? Everyone's entitled to their opinions as wrong as they may be. So, <laughs> All right. but other than that, Instagram @dreshtacantina. Discord, dreshtacantina. at Day Cantina, discord Day Cantina, hi, the villains, gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next week.
1: See you next week. Stay out of here now.